Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. We hope you'll enjoy your stay at Hotel Hell. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. Wisconsin. You know this. Uh, The audience, the viewers may also know this, but I have always loved ghost shit. And so Wisconsin has a place in my heart specifically, like the ghosty stuff there and the abandoned things. And there's lots of it because I feel like everything in that area is abandoned. I feel like like anything like Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, it's all It's like rust belts. Yeah. Yeah. Cinder block bars, you know, just like off the inner pass. There's no more coal. There's I don't no know if there's coal there. The plants are closed down. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like, it is. Well, you're thinking about Detroit-ish. I'm thinking about Billy, jo- uh, Billy, uh, Billy Joel songs and Bruce Springsteen songs. Yeah, which much. are not, they're both not from the Midwest. No, no, but, but I listen to them because they're from New, New Jersey and New yeah, York. Yeah, those so. are, that's your, that's my people. Uh, those yeah. are your people. Yeah. See, the melding. Yeah. The, the cultures collide. Just two Jews. Yep. Two white Jews. <laughs> culture just, colliding. Yep. Um, but I, okay, so when I was in grad school, my then boyfriend and I took a road trip to all of these haunted places. And, uh, yeah, instead of being in school and, uh, I, my parents paid a lot of money for me to do this road trip. Um, and one place that I went to that I could never forget, uh, is called Hotel Hell in Maribel, Wisconsin. Holy shit. Um, when it's called hotel, you have to go. Yeah, you just have to go, hell. right? I mean, like, no... we, I think we were like, you know, like trolling on early internet, and it was like, whole, like we have to, and it was very out of our way. Um, it's kind of past uh, Manitowoc. It's actually it's called the Maribel Caves Hotel. Is the technical technical name for yeah. it? Um, but it's like by Appleton. It's kind of northeast. It's in the middle. It's just like miles off of the freeway. So I'm excited yeah, to I'm, share I'm it with you. Uh, but first, we have some business. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, have you guys heard of a Patreon? Yeah. Have you Have you been a patron of Patreon? <laughs> That's well, good. You Do you drink Patron while being a yeah. patron of the Patreon? Either way, we have one. We have one, and it's really exciting. And we have three tiers. Yeah. You can join up, be a part of the exclusivity that is Ghost Town. Yeah. For one dollar a month, we love you. Two dollars a month, we fucking love that. We we just we can't get enough of it. And yet. you get two. <laughs> free episodes a month yeah you know what i mean it's true you get two you get access to our patreon yeah two more of these yeah can you imagine they're not available they're only available available to patrons only two so we gotta love it gotta have it yeah (laughs) the last one is are you thinking of cold stones (laughs) (laughs) i will not happy birthday to you 
Um, the third one, $25 a month. We know that you're not a Rockefeller, but if you choose this, I will do a tarot read for you. Yeah. And I am very empathic. Yeah. Some people say that. One, a couple people said that. Just like two. Yeah. Um, but it's really fun. Yeah. And it's as long as you want. And you get access to all of the stuff that we talked about that the $2 people get. And we'll talk you up. Yeah. We'll talk you up on, right here. On episode. On, the, on air. We don't do that for anybody except Stephen Savage. <laughs> imagine for a second Just, getting immortalized on a podcast. Imagine can that. Can you imagine your brain Come around on. that shit right now? Yeah. Sit down. Yeah. Take a seat and think about it. So you'll be forever immortalized mm-hmm. on an episode. You will get two free episodes a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything on the, uh, on the patron wall. We're eventually going to have merchandise. Mm-hmm. So there'll be discounts on the merchandise. Yeah. We're working on that right now. You will be at the forefront yeah. of our journey as ghost town imagine you're like it's a club and there's like a vip line yeah and normally people tell you, you fly in on a helicopter on the top of the club yes and you zip line yeah. past the vips mm-hmm. to get in but you still have to pay five dollars you still have to pay five dollars to get in yeah you own the club but you still have to pay five dollars <laughs> yeah. drink is not free yeah um yeah so we're really excited about it please yeah. uh Please help us out. We are going to use all this money to go to these places like this hotel. Like I, I got to go back there now that I'm not, you know, 22. Right. Now that I can appreciate it as a seasoned 24 year old. Not using it as like a <laughs> as a location for a date. Yeah, yeah. For my boyfriend and I to like like make out in the car. Why don't you meet him there again? I don't know. What's he doing? He's I think he's abroad. He's married. Oh. So that's dead. Okay. Or is it? I don't, I don't know. know. We'll see. Well, it's. Uh, patreon.com slash ghost town pod. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to check that out, please do. Yeah, um, do that. Please do. I have an update, uh, on our last episode. I went on two dates. Uh, one of the guys texted me. I haven't texted back. Oh, that's the update. Yeah. The guy, the vape guy texted uh, me. You kind of, you were kind of expecting something from him. A little yeah. Well, bit, he right? was really like on my nuts. Yeah, he was about up on Yeah. He was almost like in a really, bad way he's like, like babe know. i got like cinnamon toast crunch vape flavor oh, like it just Jesus. came in like i want to check it out God. do you want to um do you want to hear a story this is on that on mm-hmm. that subject my my mother i talked to my mother mm-hmm. a couple days ago and she's like oh hey i want to tell you about something i tried now my mother is from new jersey she's mm-hmm. middle class um she doesn't got time for no nonsense yeah no i thought she was gonna say like i tried sushi <laughs> not to say she has an or like Korean barbecue yeah, yeah. Or, like or like a, a chocolate fountain. Yes, yeah. something like that. She's like, I tried the CBD oil. <gasps> oh my god, I have a story about my mom and weed. Okay, okay, keep going. Okay, so and I was like, oh my, and I didn't know. I was like, is she working for the feds? Yeah. Is she trying to set me? Is this a Rico case? Because <laughs> I'm such a square. You know what I mean? Um, I think you can OD on pot. Yeah, that's my thing. You are once I thought I did. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm a late bloomer. I don't really do much. I bear. I don't really drink. I really don't oh. do much of anything. So I'm a late bloomer in general. But she's like, yeah, I love it. And uh, then she said, I can use it in my act. What? Gratis. What? <laughs> <laughs> she wants a. Gra- she wants executive producer on the Netflix special. Yeah, yeah, naturally. No, gratis. we're you're out. Yeah, I know. Uh, Mrs. Horton is in. Yeah. Well, it's not. Mrs. It hasn't been Miss Horton for a while. She got divorced a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. So, oh, well, thanks for bringing that up. 
I'm a child of divorce, Rebecca. Sorry. I do a podcast. My parents are still together. I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, So she's very excited about that. Mm -hmm. And when she comes to LA, she's going to need a connection. She's going to need a hookup. She's got Um, you. Yeah, she's going to need a hookup. And I was like, talk to me about it. I was like, like, I'm not a drug kingpin. I don't know (laughs) anything about it, but she is, uh, I mean, my mother... I think my mother invented cigarettes, mm-hmm. so I'm not really. It's not like a thing where she like doesn't, but she doesn't really drink that much that I know. But she's, yeah. she's been smoking. I, I was buying cigarettes for her when I was a child. Wow. When they they would sell cigarettes to a child. What's her back. brand of choice? Oh, I she uses. Uh, I don't know what she does now, but she used to uh, smoke Virginia Slim's Menthol Lights, and I had that oh, memorized God as a bless child. That woman, yeah, that's uh, how. Yeah, uh, it's like mwah, You know uh, what I mean? Like it's you like can't, a, you, it's just like it's perfect. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. perfect. Long cigarettes. Yeah, just like real. Just but like I had that menthols. memorized because as a child, she would send me in to get. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like what, what like DoorDash would be or mm-hmm. something like that, <laughs> but strictly for cigarettes yeah, exactly. and, and maybe like a hostess cupcakes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like breakfast of champions. A little something. Oh, yeah. I want both of those. Things. I yeah. love a menthol cigarette. I really? smoked I've never, very I've young. never smoked a cigarette. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Jason, how old are you? Uh... <laughs> Old enough to be able to smoke a cigarette. Oh, okay. I'm definitely past the legal age of of, of cigarette smoking. Cool. Um, very cool. I, well, I, I think people who smoke look cool. Don't get me wrong. I, they that's cool. the only reason I did. I was in community theater in college, uh, and I was really shy, and I was like, how can I not seem shy and as cool as these 40-year-olds who are doing community theater in <laughs> Madison, Wisconsin? I'll smoke. And did, it, did it work? Yeah. I mean, I got to be cool look at me now yeah i'm run a podcast so how old are those people now that were in the thing they're dead oh god no, your mom has it your mom oh, my, okay a so my mom so my mom my parents were the same kind of my parents never smoked uh, or they didn't smoke while i was growing up but they were not big drinkers like really like really healthy like conscientious um so i went back home for my mom's 60th birthday and it was really fucking cold. It was in March. Uh, and I went, the party, she had a big party at her friend's house, which was just a couple doors down. Um, and a couple of my high school friends were there because like, what the fuck are they doing? Nothing. Um, and so I go get to get my coat. I come back and my mom is like in a circle with her other 60-year-old friends and my high school friends and they're smoking a joint. And like, I was the bad, like I was the bad kid growing up. Like I like hid liquor and weed and my parents were so strict with me so I, I walked in with my coat my mom was smoking a fucking fat joint a j a j, a j- yeah exactly yeah. drugs yeah she's smoking drugs jason <laughs> so she's addicted now I'm she's assuming. yeah she's actually yeah i was like gotta go to rehab i put her in the car um but no i go in uh i'm like like my brain kind of like explodes a little bit and my friend had like rolled her a joint of course and she's smoking it. And she's like, Rebecca, come join us. And I was like, uh, I don't think so. And then my mom was like, don't be weird. Oh. <laughs> and then all of her friends were like looking at me and my friends were looking at me and I'm like, holy shit. You're the buzzkill. the least cool I've ever been. Yeah. And they're all like, what are you fucking, what's your problem? You, should, you, you wish you had those cigarettes with you of a community college style, right? Yeah, right. Just get in there. Really, <laughs> yeah. community college, I wish. Um, probably better use of my parents' money. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I felt really uncool. My mom smokes weed occasionally. She loves Patron as mm-hmm. well. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty mortifying. And I couldn't, I left. I went back home. Yeah. Um, that's it. And now she's... Now she's 
Like, uh, she's like, Dr- have you seen she, Breaking Bad? Yeah. I've seen, is, is season four of Narcos about her? <laughs> exactly. exactly. So it's a, a happy ending. Yeah. But I'm actually going home to visit my family. Um, is this a good transition for? Is this, yeah. we're, ba- we're back? I thought we're that was Wisconsin? Hotel Hell. <laughs> that that, uh, that drug, ring that of 60-year-old women yeah. in the n- North Shore, Wisconsin? Yeah, that drug palace. Some would say that. Some yeah. would say that. Um, so the Maribel Caves Hotel a.k.a. a hotel hell. Uh, let me take you on a journey. Okay. We're back in Wisconsin. Um, we Okay, it is northeast by Appleton. It's pretty close to, um, have you heard of Making a Murderer? Yeah. In Manitowoc, Wisconsin. Yes, it's pretty close yeah. to there. So again, hotbed. Wisconsin is a hotbed. It was built in 1900s um, as the Maribel Caves Hotel. And um, it just has had a, a very long and strange history. Uh, it was named after the neighboring Cherney Maribel Cave. So think about this hotel, and it looks medieval. Like it's very, it's not like something you would see in, it's something you would see in like, like the, like London, like far out, like someone's English garden, and there's this like, yeah, like very heavy stone cave. Like it feels very European. Not even Gothic. It's just, it's stone. It feels, um, yeah, like medieval timesy kind of a thing. It's really heavy. The windows are really small. Even pictures in its heyday. It's just like, it's not a welcoming, it's not like a hotel. Like You're not yeah. like, oh, let me check in and get comfortable. You're like, I gotta get the fuck out of here yeah. kind of a thing. So I don't know what was happening, but it was around all of these caves. Um, and they also refer to it as Motel Hell, but that's not right. It's Hotel Hell. Um, so it is very reminiscent of Western European medieval castle ruins. Uh, but it began as a therapeutic hotel and spa where the tired and worn could be invigorated. Those were in quotes. I found them. So I don't know what that means, what kind of spa we're talking here. Um, not so relaxing from my perspective. Leeches? Maybe. Oh, okay. Ble- bleeding out? Yeah. Perhaps. Um, thanks to its unique location, both close in proximity to a natural spring and the railroad that passed through Maribel, the hotel was a popular rest stop for many traveling Americans in the early 1900s. Again, uh, to do what? I don't know, to exfoliate or uh, put on a cute cat mask? I'm not sure. But there were springs around it, so I guess it made sense, and a railroad. Um, they, they say that notorious gangsters and bootleggers like John Dillinger and Al Capone went there and were on some kind of VIP list. That has kind of been debunked, um, cause why? But uh, it also functioned as a spring water bottling plant with carbonizing equipment. Um, so only, you know, you can kind of imagine that it was this place that seemed healthy and nice and, uh, you know, welcoming. But uh, the hotel and bottling plant began to go under around 1915 and was eventually purchased by Adolf Cherney, owner and operator of a local construction company. We don't name people Adolf anymore. Um, but in 1931, he resided there until his death, which was preceded by the death of his younger daughter, Norma, who died under mysterious circumstances. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So all this stuff is going under. People don't want water anymore from Maribel. People do not want to rejuvenate there. Um, the owner's daughter died, and here we are. Uh, he sold it to a new owner, Jeff Miller. The building reopened again as a hotel in 1981. So a long, long time. We're going to try to get this hotel was it started. Just a, was it like abandoned for that time, or is it just kind of dormant? It was just kind of like owned and like, it, yeah, you couldn't go there, but it was still like a building. It's still... It more and more this building has eroded and become just like stone rubble on the ground in the middle of nowhere. So it was still kind of uh, a, a building that seemed like it could be purposed, you know, repurposed for something. And it was. So in 1981, Miller tried to make it a hotel, saw little success. And because the people around the people in Maribel were like very weirded out by this place, they had already kind of ascribed it as being haunted um, by like un unpleasant spirits kind of surrounding it like they didn't like the way it looked uh then in 1985 with no known cause the building was engulfed in a fire large enough to reduce the building to like limestone bones and that's kind of where most of the pictures that you see are so this medieval hotel reduced to these i mean there's still floors in it so it's not like reduced to nothing nothing um but a fire that nobody knows about or how it started or where it like even how it went out it's just kind of like so did it function as a hotel in the 80s for any length of time or was it kind of between 81 and 85 just kind of purchased and like it was they purchased tried. they tried for a couple yeah. of years and yeah. then it didn't it didn't happen so in the years that followed the fortress earned the name hotel hell it was kind of gutted abandoned there were so many rumors surrounding the place many saw the figure of a man that continuously looms in various windows around the building always facing out classic ghost guy additionally uh people experience cold hands pressed on their back when they walk around the ruins alone i didn't feel that i was also pretty drunk on peach schnapps um some heard voices and shrieks coming from the basement and caves below others have sworn that stones and other objects move around on their own accord and then the hotel hell fame they thought that the middle of it was a portal to hell and that's why they thought the fire came out of it that's why they feel like people are angry around it um, either in the middle of the hotel or some sites say that it's like the front area, like the front, there's not even a courtyard, it's just lawn in the front. Um, so that's kind of adds a very dramatic yeah. flair to it. So, uh, today the property is declared structurally unsafe due to being nearly, uh, leveled by a tornado. What next, Jason? It's like already been wrecked. <laughs> yeah. What else it's like, is left? Yeah. Still the rumors of paranormal activity are persisting. Uh, most recently, the newest owner, who has long tried to put the rumors and hauntings and stuff like to bed, has voiced plans to rebuild the hotel to its former gro- glory. And then, of course, once he announced that it was almost completely destroyed <laughs> in 2013 due to a thunderstorm. It's, it, it's like hotel something hell. does not want it to be. It's like. Oh, you're thinking yeah. about how about another natural no, disaster? No, no. It's like yeah. how we're just trying to destroy this. Nature is like we're just trying to destroy this fucking yeah, building. Yeah, you know, can you help to, us? Yeah. Don't put people inside. Can you not? 
So um, here are like really all of the rumors and a little more like ghosty stuff that surrounds it. So there's been a number of sightings of a figure standing at, at one of the windows peering out. Uh, strange noises, voices, screams from the basement, footsteps, ringing bells, rolling wheels, and things moving upstairs. And there was, when I visited, there was like one ledge of upstairs. Like you could still, you wouldn't want to climb the stairs, but like if you really wanted to, you could maybe get to like the top half floor thing. Um, the odor of sewer gases can be smelled in the bathrooms. Ooh, spooky plumbing. Um, some have seen objects levitate and move in the basement. People have reported having feelings of being threatened. Again, I don't know what that means, but verbally, uh, physically, I don't know. On the third floor, which was not there when I was there, people have reported feeling cold hands, like we said. Books found upstairs have burst into flames. Apparitions have reportedly been seen on the front lawn and sitting outside um, and on the road in front of the hotel, the ghost of a little boy who died in the bottling factory fire uh, was seen playing on the roof. And again, I don't there aren't any evidences of the bottling factory fire. It's just that big fire after it closed down. So uh, the building glows brightly during a new moon. I didn't see that either. Blood has been seen spilling down the walls. Um, someone at unexplainedresearch.com spoke with one witness who on a dare had spent the night in the building. She reported hearing voices, footsteps, and things moving around. And the dare is this. So if you go to this hotel hell, if you shine a flashlight at the second story window, a ghost will flash a light back to you. Now again, I did that. It didn't happen. I don't believe there was a second floor anymore. But That's just polite though. Yeah, it's if like you flash tight, a light, the, the ghost should um, flash light back. Yeah, it's, it's just like it's don't uh, be rude. Yeah, don't be rude. Yeah. Flash your light. Um, I would still go there and flash some lights around just to see. Um, but there's not much left there anyway. But hotel hell, who knows? Still a portal hell? I don't know. I'm gonna go try to find it out. I'm gonna go figure it out. So uh the to look at it now, it's just kind of what is it just like kind of foundation y Yeah, it's foundation y uh rocks. Not even there aren't bricks, they're just big rocks. And it feels, yeah, it feels like almost like something natural, even though it wasn't um, from what I've seen. But I'm I'm planning on revisiting it. And I'm when you excited. went as a kid, did you go? I mean, as a sca- 22 oh, okay. year old. Yeah. Okay. It's a 22. It was pretty scary. I yeah. mean, we'd seen, we'd been on this road trip for a, a long time at this point. It was kind of out of our way. Um, it was definitely like the scariest because we got there at night. It was just the two of us. Um, and nobody like it is in such a remote area. Maribel has like less than 300 people in it. And they're all like, this is on the outskirts of that tiny town. And it was really dark, very creepy. Most of the places we went to, I think we hit during the day. Um, so oof. And it was cold. It was not good. Yeah. And I feel like, creepy. you know, like the, that kind of, is that Midwest? I mean, I feel like it's like kind of like an urban Midwest when I think of like mm-hmm. Michigan and Wisconsin. Yeah. Know? But it's, I really feel like that's the kind of, I mean, the setting of that is like just prime for, like the way a Stephen King movie taking place in Maine, like mm-hmm. just, fit, I feel like for things that are abandoned, especially structures, mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, like a German torture chamber. It is just like the, and it was, you know, cold, because it's not mm-hmm. like a tropical, you know No, I mean? it's like, like an oppressive place yeah. and you're fighting to stay alive and you got this ruinous area that you're like. What's in here? What the fuck's this? And the fact that people try to uh, revitalize it when mm-hmm. it's, it's not like it's like, this is prime real estate, baby. No. It's right by it's the airport like, or something. It's, I don't know. Let's, uh, I feel like it's a theme in a lot of the places that we talk about too, where it's like, oh, this failed horribly. I guess let's pour some more money in it and try again. 
Yeah. Instead of just starting over, like people, we feel very attached to structures in our lives, I think. Yeah. And, and you just don't want to, for some reason, don't want to give up on it. And it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it ever really had like huge success where you're like, no. like I said, it's in a place where like the trade-off is, listen, it's right by the airport. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's going to be tons of traffic. You know, the downside is portal to hell. Yeah. That's not, you, it you, doesn't have any of the things. Exactly. Like, you can have all the bottled water you want. Yeah. The best ones from the spring. It sounds like it's just all You may negative. burst into flames. Like it sounds like even if you, like let's just say you turn it into a hotel, mm-hmm. a regular mm-hmm. modern hotel or, you know, kind of somewhat, you know, kind of funky or whatever. Mm-hmm. How much, tra- I mean, how much business is it going to get Beside the fact that it's, it's supposedly a portal hell. Exactly. It's just like, people like us play going up. there. I know. They going really there. play that up. And actually there is a site, and I'll I'll link this, or maybe I'll put some pictures on the Instagram, of just a collection of pictures at night with like orbs and shit. Yeah. From the hotel hell. That'll be on Ghost Town Pod if you're not hmm. uh, if you're not checking out the Instagram. Yeah, but you should check out both. Check out both. Yeah, maybe we'll put some, you'll always put some extra stuff on the Patreon.com slash Ghost Town Pod. <gasps> what? Yep. Yeah. You got it. That You know what that's a portal to? Heaven. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.